If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Yeah, no, it's just start getting stranger here. I ain't, I ain't know what I'm putting buttons and backing stuff up. What up? What up? We back. Realest podcast ever. It's your boy C Diddy. <laughs> <I'm very> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't know what was going on. I just see the nigga with some Zubas on, with some some a, some AO pants on outside the joint. He pointing the shit. You don't know nobody in here. I promise. <laughs> Nigga probably from from Broomall or some shit. He just he like yo, get it might my, been hell. Get my man. <laughs> get my man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Niggas be tripping. Yeah. We we here on location, man. We got a little different setup today, man. Um liking how this looking, how it's feeling. Uh got a good friend it of mine. Feel better than the other. Way better. It's more yeah. natural. Yeah. Matt walked up was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, right that threw me off at first. He man. sat in the comfy seat, he's like, no, I'm, this is cool. It works. I mean, I got I got a whole my, <laughs> you my little got your Cool. Yeah. I got a real special uh, good friend of mine in the building, man. Uh, he, he's a businessman. He's a family man. He get fly, rock ice, travel all over the country. You know what I'm saying? Putting on for himself, for his brand, and for Philly. Um, you know, he been he been running this nightlife game for a long time. Um, shit, even kicked my ass on a couple nights. We was throwing some parties. You know what I'm saying? Just being all the way transparent. Dan, Dan, Dan production setup is a little, a little sketchy today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We breaking, we're gonna break the fourth wall a lot today. Dan trying to figure out what's what. But uh again, businessman, family man, fly nigga, real nigga, super solid, stand-up individual, good friend of mine, good friend to the show. Brian, uncut. What's going on? What's it do? Tilt that mic, cause uh I'll, I'll, like just the uh I got it. The face of it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I want to make sure people can hear what you're saying. That's all. There we go. We good. We good. We good now. We we perfect. Uh, trying to get you on the, on the show for a minute, man. We finally made it happen. You know, you be jet setting, running the world, man, doing your thing. Uh, no, I be, I be nervous. I don't really <laughs> want to talk this shit. Uh, but little do people know, you one of the funniest niggas alive. But again, sure, we but. <laughs> but yo, well, put necessarily put it on camera, man. Um, you are, uh, you know, synonymous with you know the the the, the bar, the brand, uncut. Uh, you set up shop here in Philly. Um, you know, we gonna get into the history of everything, but you set up shop here in Philly, and then you was able to transition that through you know some ideas that you had, that wifey had. Boom, we want to settle up in Miami. And basically took y'all show on the road. And that's when, you know, y'all already was doing good, but that's when shit kind of exploded. And, you know, being able to to parlay your city success into a road game, I think is what kind of solidified you as, you know, as a real, as a real uh, you know, force in the nightlife and made people from outside the city take you take you probably serious, more serious than they already was. Sure. Um, and that's not an easy accomplishment. Um but with all, with all of that being said, you know, we kind of like to start from the beginning. We'll jump around, bounce around, throw different stuff out there. But anybody that's listening that might not know you, we got a different type of audience. 
pretty much ranging anywhere from like 16 to 55 street niggas working niggas entrepreneurs people all over the country different stuff like that so anybody that's not familiar with your story let's just start basically tell them where you from um you know let's talk about your upbringing and then how you transition into nightlife uh you know from philly started off promoting parties and you know just took it took it from there and then i seen the money the owners was making and we was just making the door money so yeah transition to being an owner you gotta tilt the actual, just the face of the mic, not the saying? not the arm. I can't reach that far. Right there, perfect. All right, there we go. go. There we go. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, you think I'm Ben Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> I can't reach this. Like, nigga, use them power lifting <laughs> arms. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. So again, you say you was you was promoting, throwing parties, basically seeing like the type of money that the owners was making, and right. you was like, damn, like you know, I'm pretty much bringing more to the table than, than they is, yeah, I might sure. as well get in on that side and be able to double dip and, and make money both ways. For sure, absolutely. That's, that's you know, you know the game, that's yeah. what it is, it's the liquor. Yeah. Legal drug. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so with that being said, exactly, when did you, uh, like, you know, everybody, we, we've all told our first party story and all of that on the pod. What was your first, it, I'm talking about, you could go back to like some childhood shit. What was your first party where you was like, yo, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a baby promoter, and then that gave you the idea, like, yo, I could do this shit as a career going forward? It was the cookout with Connie. Okay. With Connie, Matt. Yeah. Was a cook, we had a cookout. I was like 600 motherfuckers out there. I said, oh, shit. Anybody get shot? The second one. <laughs> the second one. It's Philly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody definitely got left at the second one. That was my last cookout. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That'll do it. We all got the cookout stories where it's like, yo, you know, first John yeah. be cool. Like, all right, everybody safe. Everybody got home. Cool. Second, third John, nigga get clapped. Ain't no more cookout. Yeah, I remember like, years ago when we wasn't even like super tight. I remember running into you at a cookout. You was off the edibles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fry. Lemon yeah. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Big homie taking them. Lemon Hill. Ain't none of that shit safe. No. <laughs> yeah, no. You wouldn't catch none of us at no shit like that. No, man. hell no. You need you need uh you need Israeli guard security. You go sure. to cookout in Philly, yeah. like that shit ain't no joke. Dog. I remember my last Fifty Fifth Street joint was right next to the police station. It still felt like mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, right. and it still felt like. Mm -mm. Well, you know, the majority of bank robberies happen like at banks that's in close proximity <laughs> to the police station. You know what I'm saying? They preoccupied doing yeah. other shit, thinking it won't happen. Yeah. It'll go down in front of the police station. All them turnt ass niggas over there. Shout out to shout out to Fifty Fifth Street. Uh, so uh, all right, so the cookout. Uh, where was that cookout at? And when? What year was that? Uh, it was in West Philly, probably like 2013, 14. All right, so about damn about eight nine years ago. Yeah, for sure. All right, so then from there, what was your first uh event that you did like at a bar or a nightclub? Uh, the the one I recall is Rain Lounge. Okay. Old City. Yeah, Coco had it. Yeah. yeah. We had Meek come out. We had Dion. This when Dion first got signed. Yeah. That's, that was the first, like, banger, banger. Right. Like, God damn, it's some money in this <laughs> right. shit. Right. So, uh, so, once, so once you did that, uh, did you make the decision, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to pretty much, like, start doing this full time, or was it still kind of like a thing where you was just, like, figuring it out, like, I'm going to do little stuff here and there? Yeah, I was just figuring out, my fucking doing weeklies. DJ Boo giving you a bean 50. You <laughs> promote Jolly's West and shit like that. I'm like, shit. DJ Boo catching straight yeah. every, every week. Yeah. That's the theme of this show now. They give, give you a bean 50. If it's slow, you're getting 50. <laughs> shit, shit was bad back then. 
Yeah. But just figuring it out. Right. Yeah, yeah no, nah, and that's a, and that's the thing, man. And we like to tell them type of stories is more interesting than the success stories because at yeah, the end of sure. the day, we all had to pay our dues and come up under somebody and figure stuff out. Like when I first started doing parties, I was doing parties with Boo, Mikey O, niggas like that, like just trying to like figure it out. Everybody get young boy in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's everybody. part of any industry. Yeah, yeah, everybody get young boy. Yeah, now see, Mikey O was more fair than everybody else because Mikey O would give you a fair cut of the door, but that 39% he got mm. off the bar, you're not seeing none I, of that money. Bro, I had a $30,000 <laughs> party with Mikey O. <laughs> this nigga had 33% of the party. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't post one fly. <laughs> This nigga is crazy. Mikey Yo down table, tearing about yeah, the frame. Tearing about the frame. <laughs> Shout out to Mikey Yo. That nigga said, hey, y'all wanna do something at Bamboo? It's my shit, but you know, I put y'all on. I take 33, I take 66. <laughs> it was 40 of us. He had a 33 to himself. What you say? T- uh, 90 for me, half of one for you? <laughs> that shit was crazy. Everybody get young boy at the beginning. Oh, no one. bullshit. So, so you're going through the motions, same as everybody else. You're trying to find your way, you know, through the party shit and all of that. Uh, one moment, it's like multiple moments that I remember because I was in the game at the time. I, I remember from you and the people that you was working with that was like, damn, like, they, they, they serious. It was one, when y'all, when y'all got triple play, mm-hmm. y'all was doing triple play on Mondays. We was doing Mikey on Mondays. It was one Monday. It was like a nice-ass night. Y'all fucked us around so bad. I was like, yo, we probably need to switch to another day. <laughs> like, Meek had the, all the dirt bike niggas came to oh, triple yeah, play. Yeah, when, you, when you at the other party. Yeah, you just watching like, man, they going in over there. Like, that shit lit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they had looked up and see you at the party, you're like, yeah, my fuck Yo, you know what's crazy? That wasn't even triple play. That was Rosé. That was still Rosé. Rose. before we even got Rosé and made man, a triple play. Yeah, no, they, we, we, got, we got beat bad that man, night. That's when we had fucking every host in the city. Niggas couldn't, niggas was like, what the fuck? It was a Monday night. Niggas had seven. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We need seven flyers. We like, yo, we can't compete. Like, we don't know enough people. 23 hosts. <laughs> And this 45 shit. birthdays. It's that Monday night. Crazy, that should look like a Saturday night on, on motherfucking Broadway. It's like the rooftop. That shit was crazy. That was the good days, bro. Ain't shit like that no more. No, it ain't it ain't like that no more, man. It was it was times, you know, when you know, we would we would come in the big bang sometimes, man, and like they would have a door locked at like 11:45, 12 o'clock, like shit like that, to where it's like you literally can't move. It's one in, one out, two out, two in, like that sort of thing. And it's like you look at the end of the night, and you're like, I made eleven thousand dollars at the door. It's a bar, like that shit. Half of this on a Monday, on a Monday night, <laughs> that shit. Half Yo, of I'm, this. I'm gonna keep it. We always working people back then. That shit had you like, fuck your job. Right, man. <laughs> You working yeah. two weeks, you making this shit on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you would have that, and then, you know, you could always, you know, all the weekly promoters were smart. Like, they had basically take whatever day that was working. Once it reached capacity, now you start another weekly. Yeah. And you build that up, and then about week three, four, five, then that money matching, you making uh, you making more than the president. You're like, fuck, I'm going to work for Absolutely. Everybody quit their job. That, uh, that 2012, 2014, everybody left. They, fuck that. So what you think fucked it up? Uh, crime. 
it's it's crime, but it's also like Philly just a real blue collar place. And what people don't understand is is that the the economic success of Philly is always tied to the streets. So once like a lot of the big time dope boys start getting a hundred years and getting killed and shit like that, it fucked the nightlife up because it ain't no trickle down. Meaning like once like when we was when, like me and Matt age, our whole thing was like going downtown, like downtown. Yeah. So once you kind of kill the element of going downtown and everything starts circling back to the bars, you're not really building up them lines and having like the velvet rope action and all that yeah. where a nigga pulling up and they bends like, oh, who with who? I'm yeah. paying for everybody to skip like that, like that sort of shit, like the Mackie Woods and like niggas like that. Like that was the older niggas in my era that used to come places and intentionally just like house shit or buying a bar era and that all of that shit. Done. That shit is done with because motherfuckers know it's like it's, if you got a block, they know better than you. You got a block doing 20, 30, 40 a day. It ain't shit to spend 20,000, 30,000 in the club. You're going to go wake up and go make that same money tomorrow. But then once all of that shit start dissipating and niggas start getting going to the feds and getting killed and shit like that, it killed the nightlife. That era came back for six months. P.U.S. <laughs> yeah. Man, that shit is over. That's, let's talk about P.U.A. We talked Man, about, we covered not. P.U.A. a lot on this show. How good was the P.U.A. money as a Club owner, nightclub, bar owner. That shit was ridiculous. <laughs> Six figures a week. Yeah, I can believe it. Damn. Six figures a week. Yeah. Shorty on the bus today was screaming on the phone with some nigga, the youth Saudi, because you ran through 33 grand from that PPP money. I'm like, damn, I know she's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Saudi for it. You can just hear, hear it in her voice. I'm like, I know she ain't lying. Bro, yeah. everybody had money. Apparently, she spent 1100 off the food stamp card. And- <laughs> Niggas was you know, coming in. Now he fucked up. They got a section. Well, fuck they section. We buy it for double. That shit used to, bro. Yeah. That shit. You can keep 1942. <laughs> oh, yeah. 42, uh, <laughs> Class Azul. They had, a, they had a retail blackout on 1942 in Class Azul. Yeah. These motherfuckers was rich. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. rich, rich. My only thing with PUA that, I, that I, like, I'm salty about for people is that nobody thought, like, let me put, like, 7500 to the side. Let me get my mom a dub so when shit go left, I got something to fall back on. Niggas literally bald till they fall. Niggas niggas went out every night and left it all on the floor like Kobe fighting the rape case. Bro, these niggas was the dirtiest (laughs) nowhere in the world. These niggas was rich. These niggas was literally rich. I remember going in peak PUA. I remember summer. It was a 2020. <laughs> peak PUA. Peak PUA. I walk in Danny on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday, 11:45. He opened at noon. Uh-huh. It's 800 niggas in here. Yeah. I'm like, who? What is they? I'm like, Danny. What is they buying? After an hour of sitting in there, what is Cartier's. niggas? Cartier, Cartier's you know, and used rollies. We was on them before everybody. A year and a half, two years before yeah, everybody. Was- that motherfucking price of them Cartiers went up. Niggas got them. Niggas took the Cartiers from seven thousand plain Jane, about eighteen bust down to thirty three thousand. Yeah. yeah, they had niggas putting on no, put the baguettes down the middle yeah, of the bed. Niggas, <laughs> <laughs> he said niggas put, niggas put the put niggas the baguette put vessel in, in the, the niggas, 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 yeah. These niggas is crazy. These niggas is tripping. And sold it back for eighty five hundred. <laughs> yeah. These niggas is. 
crazy. Somebody recently was saying how they went to the jewelry store and it's like the whole case is a bunch of names yeah, and block yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanif, son of Amir. <laughs> like, it's names all over the job. Going so broke that you got to sell your name back yeah, to my, the jeweler. Yeah, my name yeah, back. Custom piece is crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, they know I'm named Matt. I don't need this shit. You know, no you know you're getting 11 yeah. cent on a dollar for the custom yeah, piece. For the custom, for the custom, Yo, Matt. you go going Danny right now, bro. It's all these numbers, blocks. Yeah. Rest in peace chains and shit like this. Yeah, shit like, is like crazy. Where, you, where you from? Fifth Street? I got a 50 Fifth Street joint. I just take up one of the fives off. Yeah. You right, you in there. My chick I chick I work with her her people's down south had got some PPP money and he wound up, she's like, he bought a, a 38th Street chain and he's not from 38th Street. I'm just like, damn. He out here like Thanos collecting yeah, infinity just, stones. Yeah. 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 That shit is crazy. This, the PUA shit got so deep. I remember niggas was calling me like, yeah, no, nah, cause give me a minute, cause the the Indiana PUA about to open up, so when I'm about to open yeah. claims up down there, yeah. and then I'm gonna get with you, and I'm gonna, I need you to find me some watches. Like that shit was crazy. The California joint hit last. California did had something called EI. They had e, they had the EI. They had some shit called EIDL, which was basically like PUA on steroids, yeah. like some whole other shit. Like niggas was getting three hundred and shit like that. Like, and that was a state funded program. That wasn't even the Fed shit. Like niggas was going crazy. Niggas yeah. ran it up, bro. Niggas ran it up. I don't understand how they fucked it up so bad. I mean, bro. what do you mean? All right, Neiman's. <laughs> <laughs> it was a line. It was a line sex yeah. every day. No, the line at Louis was the worst. <laughs> the line at Louis was ignorant. I told this story Dior before. Chucks, yeah. I, I remember coming to. I came to sex one morning. I was I was out there meeting a nigga. I wasn't even. I was picking up some money from somebody. I wasn't even going to sex. That was just a meeting point. They had the line down the middle of the joint. Listen. Like not even down the side. It's Listen. too many of y'all. Put the line in the parking lot. I'm my, my girl wanted some sneakers. I called my, my home girl at Neiman's. I'm like, yo, do you got these in the 40s? She was like, man, we don't have anything. I was like, Nothing. what do you mean? She was like, the ugly, the Aquazora is gone. I'm just like, damn, really? The Robert She's, Graham is gone. Mannequins was just standing there. <laughs> nothing on it. Like, dog, it was bad. Like, you think about people who literally have nothing, and then you've been watching Other Peak people. and yeah, all these different sure. things to where you have 45, 55, 75, Philly versus Atlanta, PUA. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Once it was on flyers, like, real live, like, Sections based yeah, PUA on, Wednesdays. Yeah, like that, once it got to that point, it's no stopping them. I mean, you like I said, we talk about it before. You got people who have essentially had nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like think about Shorty on the bar screen, eleven hundred pussy on the food stamp card. I don't need your fucking. Food. That was everyday life. Yeah. Now you got forty. Yeah. Where's the Cartier? At? Right. Yeah. That niggas bought watches before they paid their kids tuition. No, anything yeah. like yeah. that shit was ignorant. Everybody had watches, and I liked it. I loved I, it. It was like yeah, it was great, cool to see. Bro, it was like a great era. It was like yo, <laughs> the crack era had was money. great until you realize what crack did. <laughs> no, it was like yo, if everybody like, had money like this, this yeah. shit is lit. Like yeah. bro, Philly versus Atlanta, PUA when it first dropped. Oh my goodness, bro, niggas was walking around with phone books. Yeah, niggas, pocket. niggas was. I know niggas that was driving down. In like in one car, getting there and like like seven niggas yeah. in a suburban, then they get there and everybody go rent a farm. Yeah. Because they got too much money to fly. They're like, I got sixty. What one, you got? One of my, you got forty, one, you got eighty. One of my peoples who I'm like used to, he tell me, yo, I'm coming to your crib, he be like Uber to the crib and shit. So I'm thinking like, all right, he like, yeah, we better go ride and get some food. And I'm like, he like I'm about to pull up on the block. I'm like, all right, I, I hear the <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck is that? I come outside, it's him. Brand new SRT and shit. And I'm just like the fuck? So we get in the car and I'm just like, where did you get this? He's like, oh, you know, I cashed out yesterday. I'm like, you cashed out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. 
brand new SRT. It's just like that shit was just the norm. That was that was what it became. I liked it. it was I loved it. It yeah. was it was wonderful. Niggas niggas took niggas only went like because niggas don't know shit, so they only went like four places. Like niggas went to Miami, Atlanta, Atlanta. Miami, Atlanta. <laughs> if you were, if they was thorough, Vegas. Like they mixed the Vegas in there. L A was shut down, so it wasn't no reason yeah. to go there. Couple niggas went to PR shit like that, but like niggas was it was Atlanta, Miami season. That motherfucker was on jets and everything. I could not believe it, bro. <laughs> I can't believe it was that much of it. That's the part that my man said it. But my man from Uptown said it best. He was like, he said, "PUA turned niggas into who they always wanted to be, and it turned yeah. you right back. Turned you right back into a pumpkin. Niggas turned back that's into the pumpkins worst part that did it. Giving people all that money, and then they running through it, and now they yeah. chasing that high. That shit was a test run for reparations. <laughs> when the fuck did we ever see cards? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jackins and Philly. This shit turned into New Jersey Drive. Niggas is, is down bad. Yeah. This shit is crazy. It was a right John, uh, John like two nights ago. Young boy, 17 years old. He get, he jump, he f- do a fake uh, food call p- for a pizza shop. Dude pull up. He got his wife and his three kids in the car. He carjacked the car, get down the block, realize, oh, shit. There's a whole family in there. Now you got a kidnapping charge on top of the carjacking. <laughs> you got four counts of kidnapping on top of the carjacking. Well, like, for a Honda Accord. <laughs> a minivan. Off, to pull off and then realize, like, who the uh, fuck is y'all? <laughs> Baby back there crying. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy out here. Niggas doing anything. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man, and it's, it's like, they, 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 they so married to the thought. Not even knowing, like, but the thought of make, getting the money again, they just like, fuck it. If I got to go greatest for 30 years, whatever. Like, yeah. at least I got three hots and a cot up there. We ain't even talk about the loot in the era before the PUA. Oh, man. Yeah. Nigga, niggas, nigga, the, the one nigga was my favorite nigga of the loot and shit. The one that did the forklift had the fucking right, safe yeah, yeah. on 57th Street. The loot in the era was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Was that 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 was during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, George yeah, Floyd. It was right before the money right, came right, out. Right, right, right. Yeah. My, my, my motherfuckers were selling sneakers. The ugly New Balance was out of kicks. Yeah, yeah the, the fifty nine ninety nine Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Remember they took all the liquor out the liquor store. Three two seven. They trying to sell the bar owners liquor. We can't even open. Yeah, how about it? Shit, they hit the flight club, the big joint out of L A and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they did uh uh round two. Uh they yeah. did all around hit all around two's Jonah Virginia and a Jonah LA. Yeah. Did them dirty. Yeah. They ain't do them dirty, they helped them the fuck out. <laughs> Shit when the, uh when the when the uh flight club John hit, it was a box laying in the street that said Jordan One UNC off white, sky blue. The box was just in the street in an article. Like United had like like news yeah. camera took a picture and I seen it, it says size fifteen. So me and Jules was like, <laughs> we was like, I guarantee you them Jones pop up. Sure enough, two days later on the bay, UNC, Jordan ones. Bo no like, box. No box. That's what it's in the description. Bro was like, yeah, I want 2200 I wanted to message you so bad. Pussy, these was free. <laughs> Just give them to me for $1,200. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, man, that shit was a crazy little time period. Yeah. Damn. Good times. PUA. I loved it. It was great, man. The 30 for 30 is going to be nuts. <laughs> like, real shit. All right, so back to these questions. Yeah, because we went down. A we we went down a whole rabbit hole. That was great. Uh, so let me ask you this: in doing parties and being part of nightlife, at what point did you kind of start to realize, like, yo, this shit could like, it's it's sustainable income and it could like unlock doors for me to where it's like, you basically you're a celebrity now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you in celebrity company, people see you with important people and shit like that. 
people interested in you. You did an online course, all of that shit. So at what point did you start to see like, yo, this shit might be able to like really take me somewhere if I stick with this shit? Moving to Miami. Moving to Miami. Yeah. What was it about Miami that 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 kind of like stamped it for you? That that let you know that it was like that was a different ball game. Just all the people who would come through, like on a constant like. Never, you don't book nobody. They just coming, like yeah. They wanna, they wanna experience your vibe. Like that's when I knew, like, damn, this shit real in Miami. Right. Yeah. You get the Jeezys, you get Shaqs, and every basketball player, every future me. Yeah. Like damn, this is like a little chill spot for people. Right. What do you think that y'all did in particular uh, with Uncut in Miami that kind of made it to where it became a destination like that, where motherfuckers felt like I gotta go here. This is the thing with Miami. It's different now. Since I opened, it's different. But when I first got to Miami, you got to think. We used to go down there and be at Wet Willies. Bruh. Voodoo. Mm-hmm. No black music. No black food. Yeah. So I was like, damn, you come down here and you put a fucking a little hookah lounge, a hip-hop junk that's for us. Good food. Motherfuckers going to fuck with it. And that's what happened. And then after that, you you got so many other black hookah lounges. Yeah. That seemed like, cause motherfuckers was really asking me, like, how the hell did you get this spot? Yeah. And it, and it became a thing like, yo, this shit is not as hard as people think it is. You can do it. Right. And now you got the victories. You got the fucking miles. You got all them type of thing, All them type of places. Yeah. That's basically like the same thing that I got. Uh, yeah. Black hookah limbs. Right. Damn. So what was probably like one big moment um, at Uncut that kind of like you was like, damn, like this shit, this shit real. Like I ain't going nowhere. This is it. Be like a forty something thousand dollar night. We don't never see no shit like that in Philly. Right? No, fuck no. Yeah, or or a big celebrity coming through like Shaq or Jeezy or some type of night. Yeah, I think it's dope that you shout the other ones out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like because like, you, you know, in in our Philly is real. You know, we always say, "Nah, this is mine," and it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's enough money for everybody to do everything they want well, to. I do. always learn when you. Like that competition shit. When you just focus on you, which is yours is yours. Right. Like nobody exactly. can yeah. nobody can't steal your customers. I can't steal their customers. Like you get what I'm saying? They come in there for one reason, they come in here for another reason. Exactly. I go there. You get what I'm saying? Like I don't want to sit in my spot all day. I go to everybody. You go spot. everywhere. That's something smart that I think you did that's like underrated. I seen you do it and then my man from Baltimore just moved down there. My man Cuz, he did the same shit. You went out and campaigned and it, it, and shook hands and kissed babies and fucking put money on the wood everywhere you went. When I got to Miami, it probably cost me a hundred thousand just going out, putting DJ uncut Miami. We, we wasn't even nowhere near open. We just coming out like this. Yeah. With shirts and shit on and just party and throwing money. Like by the time I opened, I had a clientele already right. just by going out. Same thing I did in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta two years before. We yeah. Opened. Just going out, going out, going out. New bartenders, you get what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. You can't just go to somebody's shit, somebody's city, and think, oh, I'm going to open. They ain't going to know who the fuck you is. They ain't that big. Yeah, straight up. Show some love, and they're going to return it. That's my thing, showing love. So what do you think um, in general? Because I think you kind of separated yourself. Uh, the Miami move separated you from, you know, not just people – necessarily in your like promoter class or whatever people that was like your contemporaries but like from everybody because you went and was able to do different shit on a national scale now you got atlanta gonna be opening soon right yeah we finally um you did a soft opening other little administrative shit boom boom but it's like 
what do you what do you think separated you from everybody else? Or what did you do different that everybody else didn't do? I just I just took a leap of faith and did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think everybody want to move somewhere, and then I think you just think it's too hard. And I just was in the mindset, like, listen, I got this saved up. I got this amount of jewelry. I got this car paid off. If it don't work, I'm going to start selling this shit. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Irv Gotti shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Irv Gotti used to always say that shit. Like, he would never lease or finance cars. He's like, I'm going to just buy them. That way, if no, shit I, go I got, left. I got, I got a lot of cars financed, but I'm saying. <laughs> no, he would always say, like, when he would go buy a big car, he'd be like, man, if I can buy that shit, cash, fuck it. If this murdering shit don't work, I'm selling the Rolls Royce. Like, he would always say stupid shit. I ain't, ain't got like no, <laughs> I'm saying, I had some shit paid off in Philly, like a little. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, some shit that I knew I could sell for a dub. You had a yeah. contingency plan. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I knew. That's more so what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Like having I, some shit to fall back on. Yeah, I, I went down there with the mindset of Philly on bullshit. I'm coming down here. Just, I'm going to make it work. And it just worked. You know, I think that's that's the only thing I did different with. Yeah. Made it work. Right. Uh, Another question. How did you get cool with people like, well, you know, you kind of explained like Meek and Dion. They was coming to your parties from the beginning. But how did you, uh, you know, kind of forge these relationships with people like Meek and Dion and Larry Morrow, like people that's like big dogs in they in they industries also? Yeah, shout out all three of them. I mean, I think it's just like me just being me. Like, you know, motherfuckers be around people or get around people and they want something. They want something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just always be me. Like, if they, if we going out, I always ask Dion and put me on like thirty jets. Yo, bro, you we need you need anything to this or sections? Yo, bro, you need anything? I ain't never like a leech. You know what right. I'm saying? I just I mean, tell me what you need. I'm gonna put it up. And I think niggas be like not used to that and that on that level. Mm-hmm. They used to everybody leeching. Yeah. So when you when you meet a nigga that's like I ain't on a level, but you get what I'm saying? I make my own money. And, Whatever right. y'all need to the tab, if I got it, I'm putting it up. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's what build the relationship. Like, this nigga don't want nothing from me. I don't want nothing from him. We just right. vibing. That's dope. Yeah, for sure. That's stand-up shit. So with that being said, now we could get messy. How many cap-ass niggas do you deal with and run into on a week-to-week basis being in nightlife? That shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> that shit is <laughs> a million. Everybody wants, especially in Miami, everybody. That's why I don't, like, I've been in Philly for two months now doing, doing the cut. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Philly is a fucked up place. <laughs> yeah. But it, it make you feel like home because you really run into some bullshit niggas in Miami. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm Chris Brown manager, man. Let me get a bottle, nigga. Chris Brown on his way, though, but bring the bottle out now. You got to have a lot of balls. <laughs> <out there. laughs> that's, some, that's some ballsy shit. Bro, these niggas don't got no Ooh. morals, no respect for themselves. <laughs> I'm Chris Brown manager. He on the way. Bring the bottle now. These niggas don't got You run into a million of them, bro. Man, Miami is a cap I got it hard city, to trust some shit like that. That's hilarious. Miami is a capped out ass city, bro. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. These niggas be sleeping on the beach. <laughs> Man, you run into a million fake Cubans a day. <laughs> Miami is a different place, bro. <laughs> So what do you think it is about Miami that attract, like, so much nonsense? I think motherfuckers go down there for a good time and end up stuck down there <laughs> and form bullshit relationships yeah, with yeah. other bullshit niggas. Yeah. Like, 
I, that's what I think. Every mother bullshit person I know personally that went to Miami yeah. got stuck in Miami and just stayed in Miami. I'm just here now. These motherfuckers be in hostels, $13, $30 a night. Niggas be fucked up in Miami. It just look good. It used to be like the gambling towns, like Vegas and AC was towns where motherfuckers yeah. would kind of go and just like, you know, now they doing magic and shit on the street. You, know, <laughs> you go to AC now, you pimping holes. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't even know they had a whole stroll yeah, out here. I always wonder, like, what made this nigga be Michael Jackson? Yeah. The he ain't had no choice. And he know how to moonwalk. Yeah, Real shit. He had like, no choice. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing a nigga who I like knew from back in the day. He was doing like three Carmani and magic and shit in AC, and I was just like, Yo, what the fuck, like. Yeah. Nah, really, motherfuckers would go there and get fucked Nigga up. Nigga went to the Trump Taj Mahal, lost his shirt. And oh. the, the difference is in Miami, what they don't do in Philly, like, promoters run Miami. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Miami is the look. Like, a, a club would be full, and the club didn't make $3,000 because it's all promoters sections. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They giving these promoters $40 bottles. To the bitches, the promoters is the It's lit. <laughs> To us, they we know they ain't give us no fucking money, but they shit. If you could walk down the beach with a bitch and put her in the section, you you might got her the whole weekend. Now these niggas stand in the bitches room. Yeah, all bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've been out in Miami several times, like you know, with with people that's in nightlife and promoters and shit like that, and they literally the club owners rolled a red carpet out. Like I remember being with uh with with Javi with with DJ Golden Boy one night. We was there. We was out for his birthday. We went from Story. 30 bottles. We went to uh, Mr. Jones, 15 bottles. We went to 11 Miami, 10 more bottles and food and hookah. And they gave us food to go home with. Like, they they rolled a red carpet out. It was like 7 in the morning. I tapped out. He was still there till 10 a.m. I'm like, no, we got to go home. But it's like they rolled a red carpet out. Like, they, they, it's whatever you want. If you control any part of the nightlife out there, the motherfuckers can't wait for you. Oh, yeah, you want to come over here? Come on. How many people you got with you? 35? Come on. Yeah. They don't care. Like, Philly, you can't get nothing. I told a story. We was did the show with uh, DJ A Boogie the other night. I was doing a party somewhere. I don't want to say where, but I had booked Emily B. This was for my birthday party, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to give her a bottle of Moet Rosé. They gave her the regular, like, black label yeah. Moet. The and that was the John. nasty John. Like, the shit that tastes like toilet water. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, the, the, that shit was like brute, brute, double brute. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was brute cologne in a Moet bottle. <laughs> brute, brute. Yeah, no, that Philly, Philly, I don't know why it's like that here. Because like you said, it's not a nightlife city. No, it's, but it used to be. Like when Steve Brody and DS and all them was doing, I, it was going crazy. crazy. I never was in that era. I wish yeah. I was. I wish I, I was. was. I was young, so you was like middle school. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no. Uh, that shit was like Steve Brody bringing 50 down here every week. <laughs> Niggas was going crazy, like doing super big ass events. Lil' Kim and Biggie at the Armory, like shit, all kind of shit. That and, shit dead now. Dead. Bro. And think about like the 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 way the economy was back then. The rappers wasn't rap was still like really wasn't an industry yet. So a lot of motherfuckers like was just taking what they can get. Like I know niggas that got five grand was the pinnacle. Yeah, that was the rate. Like I know niggas that booked Jay Z for fifteen hundred back in the day. OGs and shit. Yeah, fifteen hundred. We booked Biggie at the Armory, ten thousand headline and concert. This shit bad. Out here. <laughs> now forty two Doug won sixty thousand to walk in a, in a nightclub. Fuck the nightlife up. The money. Yeah, the money. Like yeah, that is an interesting concept when you really think about it. Like artists getting fifty, a hundred grand just to show up to a nightclub. Right. So it's like yeah, at that point you really gotta like. 
you got to charge six hundred dollars yeah. about like to make this shit back. And so it's, it's not that market in Philly. Nope. Oh, no, you you close. you can't you can't overspend. And you also can't really like be too early on a motherfucker neither in Philly because you'll lose your shirt that way too. Like you go ch- trying to chase a bargain on somebody early. All right, just give me twenty thousand yep. for little shoot shit up or whatever, and then it don't work. Yeah, and like, then you just out twenty and your name bag because you did a dumbass event. Yep, right. you double lose. You know what I'm saying? Or you could book little baby for two hundred and twenty thousand. And and it looked cool, but you lost a hundred and fifty thousand, like yeah. stuff it, like it that. It looked good on Instagram. It looked great on the gram. It great on Instagram. That shit. I, I there's no way somebody <laughs> book little baby and make their money in Philly. Yeah, there's it's no impossible. Way. It's impossible. We don't even have enough sections. In the <laughs> it might not be that much money in there. Like just in general, we don't even like, have that many sections to, to even break even. Yeah, it's it's impossible. The economies is not is not right. But the thing is, it's like a city like New York. You can't do it there. It's way it's ten times more people. You can't do it there neither because they don't allow like no mega clubs and all of that shit. The last one they had was like Stage Forty Eight. So it's nowhere to even take these niggas. So if they do want to get booked, they cut their rate seventy percent to go out of New York. They yeah. be doing that shit in Miami too. Like Javi tell me all the time. Oh yeah, no, the Miami rate is different. Like you give a nigga fifteen thousand in a sprinter. You know why the Miami rate different? It's because motherfuckers is be a lot of them already be in Miami. Yep. Or coming to Miami for a good time. Yeah. Right. So it's just so picking it's up like, extra money. Yeah, it's like extra right, yeah. I take this fifty. It's gonna pay for my jet. Right. Like that type of shit. Yeah, if ain't none of that in Philly. What Lil Wayne say? It's nothing to do here. Get, Get me, me out of Philly. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally nothing. You do the same shit every day. Yeah. The same shit. There's literally no clubs in Philly. I don't think Noto gonna be open too much longer. I'm surprised they made it this long. I'm gonna keep it a bean. Like yeah. when 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 we was at when we was having Vanity and we had like our last like little two year run before Vanity closed, we was taking bets on like how long they was gonna stay open. And it's a dope spot. It's, it's just... beautiful. It ain't right for the culture. Not right for Philly. It's not enough. Like that club need to be in like motherfucking like Singapore, or, like or <laughs> South Korea or some shit. Like you need different type of money in order to sell Steve Aoki and like them yeah. big because they do everything. They do open format. They do do hip-hop they do edm yeah. like the concept is great they got smart people that work at noto i worked with them they real smart they know what they doing but the market only gonna bear but so much and i think club i think the problem with philly is we burn shit out too quick oh man we can't wait I to mean, burn some yeah. shit out burn shit out too quick yeah the owners do and the promoters do it's yep. a combination of it like, yeah this the new spot we gonna have 18 <laughs> parties here a week yeah slow down yeah. don't nobody want to slow roll nothing Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. This promoter versus this promoter. Yo, that be What's the slowest <laughs> night? This promoter versus this promoter. Oh, yeah, I think I think that's the problem. Philly. We burn spots yeah. out to the ground. And the pe- and the, once you cook something, it's the over. Thing. It's no coming back. You got to remodel. You got to change it under new management. Yeah. You got to play mind games with the consumer because like the Philly consumer is like they the first people to hate on something, but they the first people to dick at the same time yep. it's like but it's like you got to find that perfect balance to where you, you almost trick them into coming to shit and then they have a good time and then oh this is our spot yeah to me the last comfortable spot club wise was vanity green yep to me where was it like Noto's cool i like Noto, but Noto parking kind of iffy vanity green to me was the most like okay they have a parking lot yeah you can bring an artist here 
it's cool. Yeah. To me, that was the last. Yeah. Big. You could you could duck all. You could go up if the if it's a big event and the upstairs open. You could go upstairs and do your own thing, have your own party within a party, whatever, whatever. But for whatever reason, Philly people like to be on top of each other. Like I don't understand that shit, yo. Like they they don't they not having a good time if it ain't sardines. Yeah, we like we like intimate shit. Yeah, like, like that. Like no, nah, that shit wasn't popping. It was nine hundred people there. No, yeah, it's too spread it's out. Too spread out. Yeah. <laughs> They like Studio 23 over Lit. <laughs> right. I like Studio 23 over Lit when it was popping. Yeah, that's a Philly thing. Yeah, that's definitely a Philly thing. We want to be close when we shit on each other. <laughs> you shit. see this yeah, shit, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, broke ass For sure, that's how we like it. That's fucking hilarious. Philly is a different place, man. Yeah, Philly doesn't make sense when you compare it to No, absolutely not. But the thing is, it's like, you and know. What you just said, like, we we, we be dicky, and, but then we hate. We be hating. Can't yeah. wait to hate. Can't yeah. wait. But then also be dicky. Wait, what'd you say, nigga? Yeah. But, 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 that, that's but that's fly. <laughs> that's the craziest combination, right, when you think of it. It, it don't make sense. Yeah. It's, it's inside like out. You go like, in a place. You go in a bar. I, I go to people's places. I go to places. And I walk in there. There's so much love. And then I'm, I'm walking out. I'm like, man, I know none of these niggas. I'm like, no. <laughs> And it's not even the club shit. It's regular life. It's regular just the life. Way it goes. Yeah. I had a, I, no bullshit. I had a chick on the bus ask me like she was like, "Yo, I'm trying to get in something." I'm just like, "Oh, you go online." Da, 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 da. Then I missed her stop. She called me another ass bus, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, "That's what I'm saying." How does this work? Like, this don't make no sense. That's Philadelphia in a nutshell. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. But I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. In a weird way, I ain't gonna hold yeah. you. When I you go move, places. if you move, bro, you're gonna be like, "Damn, I miss Philly." Like, listen, to extent. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I moved to Utah, I was literally like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm not coming back. If I settle in fucking Seattle or Vegas or whatever, and literally you out there after like two, three months, you just like, yeah, I need to call me a bitch ass nigga. I want to go home. <laughs> I need to go home. Yeah, I, I've been in Miami almost four years. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't live nowhere else, but I, I'm I, I'll always got to come back home. Like yeah. it's literally a little place like home. Yeah. You gotta see like, like I'm kicking around the idea of moving now. Like I want to move to South Florida, either Miami or Fort Lauderdale or, or Tampa or whatever. And I'm just like, I gotta come home every week. Like it's just, it's just no, it's no, or at least every other week. It's just no two ways about it. Like yeah. it's just something about Philly, man. We all complain, got our complaints, and hate certain parts about this shit. But it's just, it's nowhere like this shit. Yeah, nowhere. I agree, hundred percent. It's nowhere like Philly. Yeah, it's, it's a great, terrible. City. It's a great, terrible place. You know what it is? It's good to know, like when you go out in Philly. You know, oh, damn, he a nut ass nigga. He a nut ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. You know who the nut ass niggas are. You know who the nut ass niggas are. You know who the robbers <laughs> are. You know who to stay the fuck away from. Yeah. When you out of town, I'm about to tell you this. This is funny bringing this up, like hating and like being the dick. Like, <laughs> nigga, the other day we chilling, whatever the casino. Nigga came in, whatever. He took his jacket off and he got two one five biggest shit on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking tattoo I've ever seen in my life. And my homie was like, you know, you have two one five on your arm. I'm like. Shit. <laughs> I'm hating it on I'm sitting here thinking, because I tell you, I got this shit too <laughs> soon. <laughs> I got a big ass 215 oh, on my arm. Oh, and I was oh, like, that's the dumbest oh, tattoo. Dumb ass 2016. Like, oh, that, that was different. Dumb ass first fucking tattoo. Real shit. 
It's like when they on Friday when he was like, "You ain't help me when he choked me in smoke backyard." Yeah. That was different. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> like nigga, you got two on five right I here. Dig this shit on my forearm. That real was talk. different. Yeah, hey, real shit. We are strange people. No, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of a kind. All of us. <laughs> Everybody guilty. That's funny as shit. Yo, I can't um uh, I can't let us go through uh, you know, this this interview, this convo without um, you know, talking about Camaro Rod. He's a friend to everybody in the room. Uh, you know, family to a lot of us. Um, why do you think that he was so important when he was here and then with him not being here, why is he so important to you and just to the city uh on the whole? Uh, I mean, I believe it's it's who he was the the hustler in the hustler in him the genuineness in him uh, the family he was a crazy family man like definitely bought yeah. family cars made sure all the family bills was paid he showed you how to be a a, a nigga like a real nigga you yeah. know what I'm saying we yeah. think we think what a real nigga is right but he showed you like yo this real nigga shit right here this is what you supposed to do you know what I'm saying you supposed to make sure your mom cool you supposed to he did everything before he did for himself. He did for other people. You right. That's that's why I think he was so important to everybody else. He even to me, he was super important to me from just putting me on this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be where I'm at if I never met, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He put me in the game. Yeah, Camaro Rob was a good dude, man. Yeah, for sure. Super solid, man. Yeah. Good dude all the way around the board. Yeah, um, we had a real good conversation right before he passed. He pulled up to my career, and we was just, like, talking about, like, just shit. He was like, because he was super interested in the poker, like me playing poker. Mm-hmm. And we just had a long conversation about it, and he was just like, well, if you go to Vegas, I'm going to put you in the, the World Series. I'm going to put you in the And I, I think that's why he was so good, because he anything he seen somebody doing, if he, he yo, what? what Yo, he wanted he wanted his hands in everything. Right, you know what I'm saying? It made you like he, that nigga was a different type of hustler. Like yeah. when he first when he first came to me with that hair shit, I was like, bro, I ain't selling no fucking hair. Next year, nigga, two three hundred thousand in his account. <laughs> I try to get back in. You still need a hair seller. <laughs> no, this is. I do the drop off. Yeah, no, I know the difference between the twenty six and the twenty eight. Yeah. I, I learned. I've been I, doing. I, I was on the forums. You said curly. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> we see. We all remember Rob from the parties and shit. We yeah. gotta remember Rob got rich off hair. Yes, man. like rich, rich. Rob sponsored. He sponsored. That nigga sponsored Powerhouse, yo. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest shit in Philly. One of the first niggas we seen with billboards for he ain't have a billboard for a week. That nigga had billboards for years. Yeah. Just in the same spot. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was the real deal. Scepter buses. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was different. Yeah, he was. Imagine he, if Rob was alive now, where this nigga would be a billionaire, bro. Right. It'd be Elon Musk. Right. <laughs> Straight up. This nigga was ahead of everything, bro. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, he was ahead of everything. And he'll flat out tell you, like, all right, you'll come to me with something, like, I don't really understand it, but I'm, I'm going to back your play. And that's, like, that's, that's, that, that was the conversation we had. We was talking about the poker show. We talked for, like, two hours, and he just was like, I don't fully understand it, but you go to Vegas, I'm going to fuck around and pull up on you. I'm just like, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was him, though. That and, was, and really would do it. Yeah, like, that was really how it was. When we first was getting legal, man, that nigga made me fly to L.A. with him to go meet uh, somebody to, to try to invest into the weed shit. Like that shit years ago, years yeah, and years yeah. ago. Imagine if that's the right. that's what we would have did. Damn, weed is the shit right now. Yeah. 
Shit, Al Harrington had a pound on a court the other day. And Detroit, <laughs> courtside. He had a pound on the wood. Yeah, no, that we big legal in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Michigan and Maryland, that shit big legal. Yeah. Like Cali yeah. in the in the early 2000s. That shit different. Like, they here. won't let you in the Sixers game with a purse. Right? <laughs> let alone. Like, hold on, put it, put it up, put it up, put it up against this shit. <laughs> they sent my girl Gucci John back. I didn't take it back to the car. They wouldn't let that shit in the game. They That nigga came in with a whole joint into the fucking game. Oh, yeah, Detroit is crazy as shit. Yeah, rest in peace, Camaro Rod. Yeah, he was he a real was, good. He dude. was super ahead of his time. Nah, Camaro Rod was that nigga, man. Overall, what would you say is your is your best party story going all the way back to the cookout to party you just had last week? What's your best party story in history? Best party story. Best party. Or funniest party story. Uh, shit. Probably thinking you're gonna flop. And I'm I remember I was said. What I had, I think it was Painted City Black, the first one. Shit started off a little slow. I'm in a DJ booth. I done bit every nail off. <laughs> you know, back then, parties, that was your bank. You was banking on that yeah. shit. You, you only know, get one birthday. You was putting, listen, you knew that I got to make $6,000. <laughs> I got to clear this rent. You birthdays, man. You know, back in the day, birthdays was your yeah. was your uh, your income tax. Right. Birthdays was <laughs> yeah, your PUA. Yeah, yeah stretching your birthday out for four different events. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Every year, I do a big birthday party, a little birthday party, a private birthday party. Yeah, yeah. birthdays was the the only week you see a dime. You got to think back then. Yeah, because yeah. you, know you could guilt motherfuckers into coming, even yeah. if they didn't want to come. Right, I got five birthdays. You gotta come you gotta to come to one of these, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. You was working niggas back then. Yeah. So you make a dime off a party, you you go buy your little car. <laughs> you up. You know what I'm saying? So you know yeah. how I act after I hit them at the casino. I <laughs> yeah, for sure. Job, <laughs> I talk to y'all in two weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. So no, finish the story. You said you you Oh no, I was just in the DJ booth bitching and bit, bit off all my nails. I'm thinking we about to flop and then we had a bomb and then you know. It's all to the races from there. All to the races from there. Paint the city. Uh, oh, what else I got? Oh, it was another. All right, so I talked about the first party that y'all did that that let me know y'all was serious. It was another joint y'all did. Uh, I think it was Paint the City White with y'all the bamboo party. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I, Mikey O had thirty yeah, percent of that. <laughs> Mikey O had the had the ghost <laughs> he percentage. That was another good ass party. So fast forward into now, uh, let's talk about your bar game course and how you developed that. Um, I just seen other people just just do something for a year and be like, "Hey, take my class." <laughs> and motherfuckers was taking the class. I'm like, yeah. "Shit, I've been doing this shit for a minute. And yeah. I'm pretty good at it." <laughs> shit, take my class. And motherfuckers took my class. Yeah, three hundred some people. Damn, it that's dope. Good. It was good. Three, this is three hundred people total at once, in one Zoom class. In one Zoom oh, class, shit. yeah, like two sixty eight or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that's three hundred people like a motherfucker. Yeah, two sixty eight. Yeah, you owe me three hundred. Bring two sixty eight. <laughs> yeah, I think what I, I what I sold it for one fifty. That's not bad. Yeah, a good flip. Yeah, it was a good flip. How long? How how? What was? What would you say was the best part of the course? Uh, as far as like the actual you you teaching it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got into it so much that it went so long. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then everybody in the you know the Zoom class, you can see the comments and shit. And everybody just saying, yo, I'm learning so much. And like, cause I ain't want motherfucker. That was I was big on. If you ain't learn shit, I give you money back. Right. I didn't give nobody any money back. Everybody felt like it was worth the money. You know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. have one negative person say, man, what the fuck was this? No. Yeah. Everybody felt like, damn, I ain't know this. Or even little shit, like 
you 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 would think like motherfuckers really don't know about the bar. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like that was the best part about it was just, you know what I'm saying, giving people the information and nobody feeling like they got robbed. Everybody feeling like it was worth their money. Yeah. Like, hopefully somebody fucking open up a bar off it. Right. Yeah, That'd be crazy. Yeah. That's decent as shit. You also um you had a credit specialist with you on the uh on the course also. Shout out there. <clears throat> um how did people uh you know feel about that and then also how important is your credit when you trying to get into something like, you know, the bar business. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase that's shopify.com slash special offer uh and philly is not that important nah, you could that. all relationships yeah, it's, all <laughs> like, relationships. it's all relationships but when you're trying to get in some real shit some shit that's fifty thousand a month they want to know how you can pay this fifty thousand a month you know what i'm saying you yeah. gotta show these motherfuckers look man i got good credit i pay all my shit on time right you know what i'm saying you gotta have a good name but getting into some you know when you're taking it to the next level and you really trying to get into some of these spots, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just, yo, I got a spot in Philly. Okay. You got a spot yeah. in Philly. Yeah, that's cool. Everybody yeah, got a spot in Philly. The, yeah, what the fuck <laughs> they got to do with this, buddy? We need to run your shit. So right. I get credit is super important. Yeah. Super duper important. What type of uh, feedback did you get from people, uh, you know, around the course? Just good feedback. Motherfuckers really was like, yo, I learned a lot, bro. I did some good shit. Like, people from all over, they ain't not just Philly people. <laughs> Motherfuckers... I ain't get a negative comment, bro. Everybody yeah. felt like they learned something. Like everybody. Yeah. Two hundred. You know how hard it is to keep two hundred sixty eight people in a Zoom for two hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. It was, you know, Zoom Jones. All right, motherfucker, be interested. <laughs> in yeah. But I was so into it. It wasn't <laughs> like no boring ass class. It was like you talking now. Like yeah. I was so I got so into it that motherfuckers at the end of the Zoom it was two hundred sixty eight people. At the beginning of the Zoom it was two hundred sixty eight people. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. I know. I get on. I listen to y'all shit sometimes, and it cut it off halfway through. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to keep a motherfucker interest, interested for yeah. a whole two hours. Straight up. Yeah. So with that being said, what's the uh, what's the future look like? You know, for 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 yourself and for your businesses, uh, like the next year, next five years. What you got planned, and uh, what is, what are you gonna be doing out here? Uh, right now, I'm just I'm trying to get back to working, like. I had got real comfortable with just like enjoying life to where I was. I felt like I wasn't working. Now I'm back working. I'm yeah. back grinding. You know what I'm saying? Just, I don't, I'm not announcing no more like, Oh, this city coming or this city coming. I'm just going to do it. You get what I'm saying? Cause when yeah. you announce some, we announce some shit, a motherfucker try to beat you to the spot or, yeah. you know I mean, it's just, I'm just working. I ain't I, uncut Atlanta opening very soon. Yeah. Every uncut Miami, uncut Philly. The cut, you know, I'm just working. Anything that I'm doing, I'm just not announcing. I'm just, if you don't see it already, I'm just doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when is, uh, when's the cut opening? Uh, I was going to ask exactly weeks. what is the cut, because I've been seeing the tat did the, he, he was showing me the hat and everything. Yeah, the, uh, it's basically like Uncut Little Brothers. So okay. basically, hopefully I can put a, a cut, the cut in Miami. You know what okay. I'm saying? So I ain't just banking on Uncut Miami. You know what I'm saying? Basically, it's two brands in one. It's, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's the same It's the same thing. Like, I would like to put an Uncut Atlanta and then the Cut Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, okay. it's a Uncut is the big one. 
Look cut is the little one. Got it. Bar, club. Right. That's that's the way you don't okay, try okay, to go. Okay. That makes sense. Do you have any? Uh, I know you said you just said you don't want to talk about future plan, but do you, do you think that you might at some point do like a bigger location in Miami? Yes, I will. I will. I would want to go into brick. I would want to get off South Beach. Okay. Yeah. Or I think everybody like if not get off. Everybody was. Some, there, it seemed like everybody with sense is trying to get off of South Beach. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to go to the Brickle area, the Winwood area, and that's not that's not me saying what I what I'm going to do, but that's what I would yeah. you know I would want to do that. Yeah. Get off South Beach. You know South Beach is kind of like outdated now. I'm, I don't. I mean, I don't even go to South Beach. Exactly. Nobody. Like I, I stay downtown. You don't live in Miami. People yeah. who live in Miami, they only go to South Beach for uncut Miami. Motherfuckers <laughs> right. don't go to South Beach. It's like, what the fuck is on South Beach? Yeah. Prime yeah. One Twelve. We go to Prime One Twelve. Then we. Go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything yeah. is kind of into the the Brickles yeah. and the Midtowns yeah. and the Winwood. Yeah. Shit. shit me like and that. Dan was just there in December. Everything we did was in Brickle, Midtown, exactly. Winwood. That was I it. Was just there in. October. October, I did happen to stay because I stayed at 20, what, 21, right next to SDK, whatever that's yeah. called. Uh, I can't think of the joint. The one. The one. At Damn, night. you got some money. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> Pacers Parlay. was doing what they were supposed to do that night. Pacers was Pacers. Pacers was Pacers. That shit about two bucks a night. Listen, but we, we stayed there, and then I, it was funny because you talked about the cat niggas, and I had the Cullinan. And yeah. I remember I pulled up and the guy was like, yo, nice truck, bro. I was like, yeah, I went in the 7-Eleven, came out. He was in front of the yeah. truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get this picture. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do your thing, dog. I'm yeah. getting gas. Uh-huh. But we, we stayed there. But literally, outside of, like, coming back to the hotel, I didn't do anything on, on yeah. South Beach. Literally. Yeah, South Beach is, I mean, hopefully they bring it back. I don't want to I don't want to uh, be done with the spot, but. I think it's I, just like you said, it's, it's like, think about it. Ludacris was rapping about being there in 03. Yeah, it's kind of getting it, outdated. Like that, yeah. That's what it's just, it's been the place. Like, let me ask you this they just opened uh, Collins back up mm-hmm. for the cars yeah, and all of that. Ocean, ocean, I'm sorry, Ocean. ocean. Has that affected, like, are, is that drawing more people down to South Beach? Um, you know, it's spring break now, so yeah. it's going to do what it's doing. But yeah, the whole month going to be crazy with spring break. I mean, South Beach is for tourists. Yeah. I mean, when you it's, and it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I survive off tour, but when you got a spot, and and uh, like when you got a spot that's there seven days a week, you can't bank off tours. You want the regulars right, to come. Right. Yeah. So I'd rather be where the regulars go, where they already live at, and right. already in. Yeah, you know, you can go out, you can go out the house and go across the street and go to Victory. Right. It's, it's condos and apartments all around it. Victory is at uh, Midtown. Right. 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 Yeah, Midtown. So, you know, last time we was there, Ocean was closed. So that probably, yeah, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. It's like South Beach is like tourists, like people. Who, yeah. And a lot of people. I used to say, like, honestly, my first time going to South Beach was 06. Yeah, so. And I, I remember. So if it's for people to still be going there in 22. No, but crazy. I mean, just the, the aesthetic of people going there. Scarface like, was shot there. <laughs> the, the, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, but the going. Dan there, was going to Sobe Live and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Luke. It, it just, <laughs> Yeah, just think of hey, all man, Ray the, yeah, Just think of all the shit that used to be on South Beach that's not on South Gone. Beach. Like Cameo is the longest yeah. going club, and it's closed right now. But like, I remember going there, and everybody like got the scooters and the and the going to Wet Willies and getting the slushies. And it was like after like the first time we was young boys, it was like all right, yeah. this is yeah. cool. But then even we went all down for the joint. We all rented cars, got the condo. It was like, yeah, I don't. I don't the scooter wanna... era was the greatest time. I, that was yeah, the best time. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I, that was the best like, time. I don't like the rich times in Miami no more. Because nobody's having. 
be cutting everybody's cutting. The Wet Willie Scooter era was the best era. Yeah, I will say this because and I had a conversation about this recently where somebody was like, you know, y'all kind of like fucked up Miami for like everybody going. Well, I told you first years ago. You know what I'm saying? And years ago, I remember we went. Everybody got the scooters because that's what they was like kind of used to. And we was like, man, we renting cars. Fuck that. And we did the shit, and it was like. I remember this energy of like y'all some dickheads, y'all doing too much. What oh, the yeah. fuck is wrong with That's, y'all? You, and you know they hate to they we hate it. Rules, but, but we dig it next year. Next year? <laughs> yeah. That's the theme of the show, baby. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. To me, I mean y'all older than me, but to me, fucking big homie Tink took the scooter era from Philly. And made it, motherfucker. You a weirdo on the scooter. Yeah. You, you, you cool as shit in the roads. <laughs> what the fuck is you doing on that scooter? And, and that's what and I'm saying. And it was rolling. Yeah. It was, it was super rolling. We, it, we, they had, I told him they had the scooters on the highway. I was like, these niggas be psychopaths. <laughs> Bro, like, we used to have a car budget. When when Big Homie Tink Weekend was coming up, you have a car budget. Yeah. Oh. This shit, $2,300 a day. Oh, listen, I'm about to tell you, Marty was the reason that shit went so left. We was going down there, and we was, me and Vic was like, yo, we gonna rent a range and a drop six. That was what we was gonna rent. Marty was like, well, I'm renting a Rari. And I was like, well, I, I've been looking at the Bentley myself. That, that, that was kind of how the shit went. And we got down there, and niggas just pulled every car off the yeah. lot. And it was this energy of like, oh, what the fuck is y'all wrong with y'all? Y'all was the dumbest niggas in the world. what the fuck y'all do this for? And motherfuckers was like, y'all ain't oh, drug dealers. Oh, you, you remember the uh, niggas renting cars and going back home? Oh, oh, you going back home God. to a Bonneville? To the point where we had to come home and go out that first night just to show people, like, yo, we are. We ain't fucked up. We could. Shout out speaking If ever we took pictures out that night, like, yo, we are not fucked yeah, up. Yeah. We straight. Niggas rent a car, be in the house for three months. And, and I remember the next year when uh, Tink Weekend came around, we was like, yo, like, we, me and Fee was about to rent a Gotti. Like, we was going back and forth about that shit. We literally called JC and was like, yo, we setting up the joint. He was like, I have nothing. Everything's booked. And we like, how? We're your guys. And he was like, it's other guys. Like, <laughs> new guys. New guys. Better guys. <laughs> no haggle guys. 3,000 a day guys. <laughs> Yeah, dumb guys. And he went, he went to like maybe the third or fourth joint after that. I was like, yo, you're not gonna join. He was like, bro, niggas had the foreigns on the beach. I mean, to me, <laughs> yo, like, niggas, niggas was tripping, dog. Niggas brought the rolls on the sand. I was dog. I was down there. I was down there with Boo and my man Bun from uh, from Delaware. <laughs> Yeah, that's niggas. Yo, niggas, niggas, niggas was like, yo, so where, where, where they don't have a poles at? I'm gonna pull a joint on the beach, dog. like. Yo, niggas was yeah. tripping. That shit completely changed up to the point where, like, my homie said that later was like, y'all fucked it up. Like, you can't even go down there and just chill, get your scooter, ride your bike. He's like, you gotta go get a fucking new vet or a fuck. He's yeah. like, dog, I'm watching you. Like, I went with my, uh, my mind you, when I went in October, we stayed at, at, at the one. And I was like, yo, like you say, we ain't spending 1900 a night. I'm not fucking renting no fucking car down this motherfucker. <laughs> yo, so to you, was it a waste of money or oh, was yeah. it experience? To me, it was an experience. The, the, ex- the, the hotel is fly as shit. But realistically, it's like I, I stayed at Epic all the oh, time. Oh no, no, I was talking about the renting the car thing. Oh no, so so that's what I'm about to say. So I was like, yo, we got the hotel, we chilling, we ran next to SDK, we on 21st. I'm like, we don't need a fucking car. She was yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, we can just Uber to Ball Harbor, whatever, whatever. The next day, we look at the Uber prices. Uber like seventy five dollars. I'm like, two Ubers, that's one fifty. Shit, I could I could rent a little little something, <laughs> little, you know, something. A little, little seven, little, little, little seven series, little so something. I, I called class. I called JC in South Beach. I'm like, yo, I'm about to come over there. I was like, yo, you got a four, uh, eight series, the, the drop, the Beamer. He was like, yeah, I do. I was like, how much is? It? He was like, it's four hundred a day. I'm like, oh, that's perfect, four hundred, cool. That's, that's right, the, that's right on the money. So I come budget. get there. He was like, yeah, eight. Just somebody just took it. I'm like, all right. So what you got? He was like, I got the Bentley truck. That's 600. He's like, I got the Wraith. That was a stack. 
he was like, I got the, they had a new vet, but the new vet was tight. Yeah. And he was like, then I got the big boy, the Cullinan. And he was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take the fucking vet. Fuck it. She could drive. That's 550 a day. Fuck it. I'm going to just take the vet. He's like, you sure you want the vet? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm standing there and he opened the Cullinan, like the door <laughs> and his arm on the inside. I was just like, how much is the Cullinan? He was like, he's like, it's 1500 but you my dude. Take it for a stack. I'm like. I turned to her. She was like, just go get the fucking car. I'm like, all right. How many days you had it for? I had it for two. Then I came back and got the Lambo truck. By this point, I'm doing too much. Oh, yeah. Then it went from no car, I'm an Uber around, to a Cullinan and a Lamb shop. He ran this movie. I told her. I left the room. She said there because she went to the spot. I'm like, yo, I'm going to take the truck back, and I'm going to just Uber back to the hotel whatever. So she was like, all right, cool. She went to the spot, paid for the day, boom, boom, boom. I go, I'm dropping a Cullinan off. When I get there, the dude was dropping the Lambo truck off. I seen it. I'm like, God damn, like, I ain't driving yours yet. So I come in. He was like, what's up? I'm like, yeah, you still got the car. You can just put it on the same. So I leave in the Lambo truck. That's why I come back to the hotel. So she was like, um, I'm kind of hungry. I got done, whatever, whatever. Where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm about to pull up. She was like, pull up. Pull up. I'm like, just come Long outside. Long story. <laughs> just come outside. And then I walk towards the room. <laughs> right. And then the last day I went, I did get the vet. So I wound up getting that shit. Uh, so you was four days. Yeah, I was <laughs> four days. At that point, I was that nigga went wrong. from uh, 150 a yeah, day to yeah, yeah. $8,000 a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. But I will say this. It is it is fun right. driving in a bunch of different shit. And, it, it, you know, it's fucked me up now because now I can't, like, I just bought a Beamer truck. I'm just like, I, this, is, this is just. This is peasantry. This, this is booty. <laughs> but uh, I will say this. The Cullinan is a different type of animal driving that shit through the streets. Yeah. Like drive like not it looks you good. Like I'm not trying to be funny, bro. We pulled up to uh True Luck mm -hmm. in downtown Miami. We pulled up there. Bitches was coming out. I get out of the joint mind you, I got on that fucking Versace shirt. So the the the, <laughs> the bitches see me and I go in. She's like I she's outside. I come inside real quick just to like yo like da -da -da, where you want me to park at da -da -da -da. the bitches outside. The bitches came up to her and was like does he play football? You do like a football nigga. But no, this is bold as shit. <laughs> to walk up to somebody like in yeah. the do he play football? And she I came outside, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She like, oh the bitch is all in my face. Like, do he play football? I'm like, what did you say? What you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> what lie can we run? I'm like, what the fuck? But it, it, it definitely the, the culling in is is yeah, it's something else. I can see why it costs five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, when I was down there last year for my girl birthday, I had the uh I had the lamb truck for the week. When I was down there for like You're ten the days, zone. I had the yeah. gray John with the orange and shit. I'm driving that shit around telling everybody I work for MTV and Listen. shit. <laughs> I pulled up to the to the valet with the culling in two days. The next day I pulled up in a Lambo, the valet nigga was like depressed. He said, Where's the machine? I was like, Man, this is a fucking machine. Where's the machine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, UConn fucked it up. Yeah, my man was hyping shit on UConn. I stayed away from it. Yeah, I stayed away from it. Like that was I don't know. <laughs> sports betting taking over the yeah, nation. Sports, yeah, we doing a show on sports betting coming up because it really has like gotten besides itself now the way people are with it. But um, all in all, like I said, he's talked about it. We've talked about it. Like moving down there, moving to. Or do you do you plan on staying in the Miami area? Cause only, me on some old man shit, I yeah, always, nah, I always I mean, thought about being in Naples. Like only, that's like only, a super, only for the business. Yeah, like I got to be able to get to the business at yeah. the drop of a dime. Yeah, I think I like I think for me, I think Miami a little too, uh, yeah, yeah. too much. I think Fort Lauderdale is like the perfect balance because it's like it ain't Miami. Like I think, I think Miami's like that, but you know if you 
it's you you gotta make it like that, honestly. Yeah. Like you go outside and it's nice. You get what I'm saying? You don't gotta go to a party. You can yeah. just go outside and <laughs> go work out. Yeah. yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah. Go run. You yeah. chose to run to yeah. every hour. <laughs> go run. Real <laughs> shit. Roll the blade. Yeah, nah, Miami, Miami is what you make it, bro. That's yeah. why I like it. Like you don't gotta you don't gotta party. I mean, it's tempting, but yeah, it's tempting. Like sit your ass down. Yeah. Definitely can sit your ass. We down. went to the Heat game. I let them handle the tickets. Man, we were sitting up there with the drums. <laughs> I, was, I was sick. And he chose sixty-eight dollars. I was like, man, what's the <laughs> going on? Oh yeah, Miami is definitely one of them places where it's like it's a lot going on. Where it's a lot going yeah. on at, but then you can find, like I said, like True Luck. That's a real good restaurant. That's like low key. It's it's downtown, but it's not like going to. Uh, what was the joint that was super jumping? Um, Komodo. Komodo's always super jumping. We went to, it's an Asian joint. I can't think of the fucking name of it. God damn. Bayoli. That shit was super, super jumping. It's like, it's a lot of joints. True Luck's like old school. I live on That's the same block as True Luck. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. I like that old school, rustic, yeah, old, going to like, uh, uh, we, we uh, Benjamin Prime in New York. Like the, the big... Red drapes and pillars like, and all that. Yeah, shit. I hate. I, like, why you take me to a steakhouse? I walk in, I hear Khaled. I'm just like, oh, that's man. my shot. Pop, I, I need that. Motherfucking poppy steaks, say less, all that shit. That's my shit. I like that. I like that vibe. Oh, that man. shit be lit. I, I like, like the old vibe, head, bro. quiet. You know, maybe a little. Flute over there. <laughs> jazz flute. Yeah, jazz flute. Jazz flute. He, he said, why is the niggas cutting the lights off and bring out a steak? <laughs> yeah, Poppy Steak, your bottle presentation yeah. with your steak. Yeah. I, I like that shit. That shit fly. Poppy Steak fuck nor shred around. Ain't nobody even talking about uh, Salt Bay no more. Everybody on Poppy Steak now. Yeah. yeah. It fucked them around bad. Bad. Yeah. And where's Poppy Steak? I walk past that motherfucker every day. I live next, literally next door to uh, that door. Yeah, I walk past that motherfucker every day. Yeah, yeah. True luck is cool. The um, it was another John down there. I can't even think of the name of that right now. I'm drawing blanks, bad as shit. But yeah, Miami. One thing I can say about Miami, Miami got a great restaurant culture. Man, they got oh, some yeah, of the yeah. best food in the country. Yeah, you'll fuck a bag up eating in Miami, dog. Yeah. When yeah. I when I went last year, it was no, it wasn't nothing open. It was no clubs. All the shit. It was full pandemic. We just went out to eat every night. You think I'm the clubs the, fuck you up? Them restaurants fuck you. Five hundred. North Strat was thirteen hundred. I'm like, it's two of us. But that yeah. that place bullshit. Two of Thirteen hundred. Yeah. It's not where I went to L. A. I went to the Jonah L. A. Back in uh in November. Never again. I went to New York and I went to Miami and I said, oh jeez. Never bullshit. again. The shit in L. A. Made me sick. They bullshitted. Yeah, John L.A. made me sick. Where did we go when we was in uh, Beverly Hills that night? We went to uh, Mastro's. That was pretty good. The food was good. They service was terrible. Yo, this motherfucker. Yo, we, yo, we, we was like the fucking, we was like the, the cats off uh, Tom and Jerry with the hats on and shit, marching to the maitre d'. I was trying to chill about it. He was, he was turned up. Yeah, I, had, I was, I was in rapper mode. I had all my jury on and shit. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a reservation for the penthouse. They talking about, well, we could sit you down here. We don't know when we gonna get you to the penthouse. Chad, the only nigga I know go from rapper to street nigga. <laughs> street nigga the nerd. Chad got so many personalities. Any bag. Any bag. <laughs> yeah. He told the bitch. She's like, man, look, I, I, well, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm just standing there. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this? He looked like my enforcer. Yeah. I'm still, mind you, I'm dressed up. I, thought we, <laughs> I'm all, I got on a Da Vinci Rottweiler shirt and like 10 chains on. Yeah. This nigga like security. <laughs> oh, fucking ridiculous. That was cool. The, the genre we went to at lunch. When I said you was coming, oh, in when I was coming out, that yeah. was real good. Yeah, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen was in there sitting across from me and shit. Matt was like, I didn't even know that was them. 
because Leah was, she had mentioned it. Yeah. She was like, did you see John Legend? I was like, that was Chad. She was like, no, <laughs> nigga, on the other table, the other behind. Because <laughs> I see him in the crowd. I was like, that was Chad. She was like, no, the fuck, that was John Legend. I'm like, oh, shit, all right. But yeah, no, nah, Miami is is definitely a place where it's like, it's it's fun you know, it's, it, you can never get tired of. That's one thing I hate when people are like, "Damn, y'all going to Miami again?" Yes, 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 yes. nigga, yes. forever, yes. Yes. yes, yes. Miami wanted it, but people don't understand. They take it for granted because it's looked at like it's a cheap trip. But it's it's Miami is what, like you said, Ron. It's what you make it. It's like, like Vegas. It could be a cheap trip, or it could be, yeah. or you could lose, or you could lose your shirt in yeah. Miami. I mean, like, think about it. If you you you. I was about to say, you rent a scooter. The scooter is whatever it is. You go get a slush. $13 a day. You get a, one of them big-ass <laughs> slut goblin drinks. You know what I'm saying? You drink one of them. Little, 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 get some, get some, uh, some food color sliders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is, uh, you can go to Miami for 300, 400 bucks. Yeah. But you could also go there and you can stay at, you know, what was the joint? Uh, remember we was going back and forth about the hotels. Uh, the, um, uh, the Faena? Not the Faena, the other one. Uh, what was the other one? It was in Brickle. I forget the name of that. Was it Edition? Was it Edition? Uh, edition. Yeah. Like you can go there and you could spend fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars on a room. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just what it is. Fahina Elite. Yeah. yeah, and you got to stay there for at least five you gotta days. Stay for at least five days too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can go there and spend three thousand on the hotel. You you can go there and spend eight thousand on rental cars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm fucking yeah. stupid. Like you, it's just what it is. It's like Vegas. You can go to Vegas and you can, you know. Dance. You can go do the Michael Jackson shit for four <laughs> days. He'll pick you up with money. Or you can go there and you can fucking gamble. You can watch show. It's just what yeah. it is. Yeah. Me personally, though, I, I just think Miami is just always, it's cool. It's just a cool place yeah. to just. I told him, like, you were just talking about the food shit. I went to Memphis last week. I had a pulled pork omelet and deep fried French toast. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm going to die from hypertension. Die. <laughs> this is drawling. But, like, Miami is just it's the, the Cuban and the Dominican and all of that yeah. shit influence and the food. It's it's just a cool dope ass place. So it's like yeah. I don't understand. It's that. one of the best cities in the in the world, not just America. I, 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 I'm one of the best cities in the world. Though, Miami might be top three or four. Yes, I agree. Like that I've been to. I just went to I just places. went to Barcelona. That shit was trash. Miami, as, me. Yeah, as far as weather, <sighs> food, everything, people, cars, motherfucking everybody look rich. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I was down there yeah. in October. I'm like, yo, everybody got their body done. Oh, yeah. I am without of a shadow doubt the fattest, and I'm not even that fat. <laughs> I'm, I'm the fattest nigga in Miami. Everybody like like the shit is just it's just the norm down that. Yeah, these motherfuckers work out all day. Yeah, and buy bodies and buy bodies. <laughs> working out. Yeah, they get bodies out in oh, Tifa, yeah. Miami, on every corner. Oh yeah, yeah. that shit is crazy. It's just a cool place. Yeah, for sure. Anything else you want to plug? Shout out anybody you want to shout out? We got Ronnie Ron in the building, my nigga. Ronnie Ryan, loyal loyal you. TRPE listener, yeah. one of the best promoters in the city. Shout out to everybody that's doing their thing and not hating. I mean, all all, all ten, all of, ten of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit, shout out y'all, man. All seven of y'all. Yeah, just shout out to everybody that ain't hating. Everybody that's just supporting people. Yeah. And doing shit yeah. like this. This, I mean, good conversation with some good niggas. Yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. You don't get this everywhere. It was funny because at the Laker game, I seen him in the club in the back. He came up. He's like, "Yo, where Chad?" I'm like, "I have no clue." He's like, "This is the night every nigga's out." I'm like, "Yeah, Chad." I stay away they, from the nigga they, nights. Are they giving out floor seats for the <laughs> Dog. No, they aren't. Dog. <laughs> Listen, we gotta talk about. We gotta unpack this for you yeah, leave, yo. Oh, this shit is crazy. <laughs> they giving them out. They got to be giving them out. Uh, Bitches got season tickets, yeah, dog. Like, you gotta be giving them. Bitches up. must got half season tickets, dog. From January, I'm gonna keep it above with you. And I'm, to, I'm going to a lot of games this year. They aren't 
crazy expensive. And I'm going to tell you what a lot of these motherfuckers do. They really don't like, they don't sit on the wood and they don't sit AA row. Right. So you got BB and then you got CC row. Yeah. You can sit CC for $200 on something. Yeah. So when I see it, like, I, I'm not, and I'm not hating. Yeah, my, no, he, he ain't lying. My man just did some, he showed me some shit the other day. <laughs> this nigga, the, the Brooklyn shit, the, the Brooklyn versus mm-hmm. Sixers. Yeah. Show. I'm trying. My man got season tickets. My mm-hmm. man all got season tickets. AA. Mm-hmm. He sells his as soon as Ben Simmons get mm-hmm. traded. <laughs> his shit already sold 25. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, bro. I want to go to the game. Boom. So day of, I'm trying to find floor seats. Like you certain niggas, we gotta be AAs right. or BBs. Yeah, got right. to. CC, you feel like you're in the I'm not even BB in it no more. I have reached I'm AA or on the floor, dog. My man say, yo. He said, I'm going to the game. He said, the floor seat's going to drop down to like 600 before, right before the game. He said, I do it what all I the time. Mm-hmm. Man, 7.30, this nigga's at the I already cashed out two bucks on my ticket. He showed me a fucking BB for $600. I'm about to tell you. I told him and, and our, our man Kev, I'm like, once the tip-off happens, that ticket is absolutely useless for yeah, somebody who for wants sure. to sell it. So the reality is a lot of those people who get season tickets are actual sellers. Yeah, they don't go to the games. Right. They get them to broker to sell tickets. So if you got somebody like yourself, like you might be a season ticket holder where you want to go to the game. Right. Like the game is your thing. Like Klein from Klein Inspector, he's always the fuck there. He right, sits right. right next to the scorer's table. Yeah. Old white dude. He's not coming off. Like he's there. You're not getting them Jones. Right. But then there are a lot of people like the boy who gave Westbrook the middle finger. He has eight seats down on the wood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Earth. So he's selling them Jones. So it's like, yo, if I sell this ticket and I put it up for 2000 nobody buy it. One o'clock in the afternoon, yo, the ticket's 1700 Three o'clock in the afternoon, yo, this joint 1100 Yeah. By, by 6.30, if don't nobody buy that ticket, you, you essentially made no money. So yeah. it's like by game time... Nigga, you can get an AA ticket for four hundred. Motherfucker, I already be in the parking yeah. lot. Right? <laughs> in the parking lot, real shit. Yeah. Damn, that's how it be. So what? A, and then uh, they, you know, not hating. A lot of these motherfuckers really they they get a CC ticket and you know they go stand on the CC still respectable. It's cool. Yeah, I, like, we, you know, CC. honestly, being. Long as it got a letter on it. Once I said AA at, at Staples, I'm toast. Like, I can't. Any, I can't do it. We, we we literally looking at wood Jones for Staples. I'm just like, yo, fuck it. I'm treating myself to it. I want to do it. It's like I've just been. How much drink. is it? Twelve thousand? Yeah. Nah, the Lakers too ass for no, that. No, 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 not this Lakers team. No, they gotta do some rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twelve hundred. Niggas gotta, gotta gotta get, niggas gotta get. Niggas gotta get Bi back or something. Niggas gotta get D'Angelo back or something. All them niggas. Old. Yeah, <laughs> but we was talking about it next year. shit they all sit out. But shit, the LeBron sat out this year for the Lakers joint. Yeah, and I know. My man just went to San Antonio. He sat out there too, and he was like, "Yo, the people down there pissed." LeBron has sat out four straight games in San Antonio. So the nigga boycotting so the state of Texas. Like, yo, what the fuck did we do to you? Why do you not want to play? Bron <laughs> yeah. has not played there four times in a row. Craziest shit ever. But like I said, people will get the tickets and then they'll just stand on the wood, show themselves next to the goalposts, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, yo, it's like, I'm not hating on no ticket. I just know I'm not sitting up there. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not doing it. I'm near I, I, I only. Said I got that. a 75 inch uh, Ultra HD television. I'll watch it home before yeah. I do that I, shit. I only said the thing about the floor seats because the back is crazy. Mm-hmm. The back is crazy. The back is like a club now. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. And that, no, that that they, they redid that shit. That shit is I, I it's popping. I don't know if y'all when it was the Lexus Lounge. Yeah, it was nothing like that. No, that shit is hood no, now. That shit is <laughs> the, the trap. trap. They they slide. They know the the bartenders. Yeah. They slide a bitch a dub to yeah. drink all night. Yeah. That shit is that shit is crazy back there. Like it, it's crazy because it's like it's people in there that ain't even really 
on the the game jump. Yeah, no, I'm just here. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, nigga, screenshot of somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying like all like the uh, the I'm trying to be political. The influencers, the vagina murders. <laughs> oh, yeah. like yeah, they, they oh, yeah, it's bitches there. Yeah, like, no, like they don't give they a fuck. They think that a hockey game. Yeah, they just. <laughs> Damn, it's warm for a hockey game. <laughs> Why they got Ooh. shorts on? Where the ice is? <laughs> The, yeah, the, the back be jumping now. I don't know what the fuck going on. The back be cracking, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it, it, it it's it's one of them things where it can get expensive, but realistically, you can find value just about anywhere. You yeah, know? For I, sure. I got wood seats in Memphis the other day, and the, uh, the boy who I got them from, he was at the game. Mm-hmm. And he came over and was like, yeah, man, you know these my seats. You 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 know, I'm Scott. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, um, where are you sitting? He was like, I'm right here. And I was like, yeah, my, my guy, he gave me his seats. I just sold mine. You know, you round up buying them. I'm like... He's like, you know how it goes. I'm like, no, the fuck is I don't. Yeah, no, that's I, how it, it's crazy. No, I'm not, but I'm just like, I know it's what crazy because my, my man. I told my man he should have did that. He sold his AAs and we end up sitting BBs. I'm like, you should tap them up and let them know. Yo, you only sit here because I sold you my. But he, no, he he literally on this like, take my number and he's. Like, I got yeah. people all over the country, so For whenever sure. you need some tickets, just let me know. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. But it's like, yeah, that's that. It's just a market. That's just what it is. Yeah. And certain games fluctuate. Certain games don't. Like it's just, you know, it's what it is. Yeah. But, I got, I, I got nothing else, man. We appreciate you, bro. You know, this, these next few weeks, you know, we want to interview people that we fuck with that's in our personal network. Motherfuckers just tearing it up, doing a thing that I feel appreciate like don't y'all. get a, don't get enough credit for what they do and the type of mark that they leaving on the city and other places, man. And um, you definitely a, a, you know, cultural icon, somebody that always keep their candle lit. And, you know, you provide opportunity for yourself and for other people. We like to salute shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Here. And... You're my nigga. You know what I mean? Very yeah, good man, friend of mine. I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate y'all, man. This was this was a good convo. Yeah, we got to do this again. Yeah. Maybe in Miami. Yeah. Free hookah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some wings. <laughs> Some wings. Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> well, jalapeno you know, poppers. Tater tots. Anything sure. you want to shout out before we, uh, before we sign off, bro? Just shout out Uncut Miami, Uncut Atlanta, the whole Uncut franchise. Shout out Ronnie Ron, Molly. Tasties, Baron, yo, everybody, you know, everybody that show love. Just shout out the gang. Without a doubt, man. Definitely, man. TRPE, man. We out. Out of this bitch. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba.